Welcome back to Divorce Confessional. I'm Claire Birchwood, and today I'm going to be doing a little blurb. Um, It's not going to be long, but again, this is just kind of what I'm thinking about today, what I'm dealing with, and I feel like the weekends I don't have my son are the weekends. You know, I do a lot of of searching, a lot of introspection, and today I told myself and I realized, you know, in talking with my one friend that... I'm still living my life in fear. Um, Fear of what I'm doing, getting back to him, fear of him using any information that, you know, gets out just because I'm living my life and gets back to him. You know, inevitably it's going to happen, especially if it's you're divorcing a narcissist. Um, They like to keep tabs on their victims. They like to keep you know, their hooks in where they can, so they they put out a web, you know, they're going to have people who don't realize who they are working for them, you know, they're going to play the sob story, they're going to try to get information out of you because you did this horrible thing to them by divorcing them, you know, even if they're the one who left, it's a sore spot because, you know, socially, it looks bad on them. So I feel like a narcissist never really gets over divorce. I feel like they are going to, you know, basically take this bitterness and anger against you, even though it's unjustified, they're going to take that to their grave. That's just who they are. Um, There's nothing you can really do to change that. And so today I realized, you know, as I'm working through trauma, as I'm working through the grief, um, I'm still living my life in fear. You know, fear of just talking with my neighbors like I did today. Um, Just trying to, you know, even small talk. What we've been up to, what they've been up to, stuff like that. And I just, in the back of my mind, I'm always second-guessing myself when I share anything about my life, which is really isolating. You know, I've really isolated myself. And I think... Isolation can be a powerful tool, you know, in your toolbox during divorce, but after divorce, um, it's not healthy. You know, this is a way I've been living for a long, long time. When I was married to him, I never told anyone the abuse because I was scared to. And now that I'm divorced from him, I'm scared of, you know, living my life in the way I have to, you know, just to survive after him because I don't, I'm still scared of him using any information against me. And that is so messed up. Like, the more I process the trauma I've been through, the more I realize I think my coping mechanisms during the marriage and after, you know, my coping mechanism of pushing everyone away is something I have to heal from now. And I think that happens a lot in abuse situations, you know, the survivor is always going to put up walls or do something psychologically, whether that's, you know, disassociate, anything like that to kind of distance themselves from what's going on, from what their life is, so that when that situation is over or they escape that situation, they still have a lot of trauma to deal with. You know, mentally, they have to deal with not only the trauma, but also how they coped with it, you know, for so many years. 
And that's where I find myself now. Um, You know, I think it's an important step in healing to realize your own shortcomings, your own habits, your own way of dealing with whatever it is you've been through. Because until you do that, you don't know how to heal. You might be stuck in, you know, unhealthy patterns, unhealthy thought processes. Um, I think not having self-awareness of how you've coped in abuse really keeps you in that abuse. You know, mentally, you're still there. Even if physically you're out, mentally, you're still there. And I'm not a professional, I'm not, you know, a therapist or a counselor, but this is something I've noticed in my own life. And, you know, I thought I'd share it. I'm really challenging myself and asking myself lately, it's like, why am I still living in fear of him? Why do I still feel afraid when I have nothing to really be afraid of or ashamed about? And I think that's an important question to ask. That's an important question I need to have, you know, at the forefront of my mind as I go on with my future, you know, just to make sure I'm not living and repeating, you know, my coping mechanisms now that I don't need them. Am I distancing myself from joy, from people who want to help, from living my life because I'm afraid what's going to get back to this person, And I think that's the biggest difference, you know, from my early 20s when I started this relationship with my ex to now. It's like I was so young. I was so afraid. I was so confused. I felt powerless. I felt manipulated because I was. And now that I'm almost 30 and I'm stepping out of this, you know, with what happened over Christmas when I kind of gave them all the finger. (laughs) It's like those situations where I stand up for myself and he flips the F out really show me, it's like these are just people. They don't have power over me anymore. I don't give them the power in my life. And I think that's a really big difference, you know, from my early 20s to now that I'm I'm beginning to realize that aside from throwing fits like little kids, these people have no power over me. You know, what can they do? I'm divorced. You know, we're not together. He can chastise me all he wants for acting, quote unquote, inappropriately when I'm faced with inappropriate situations. But you know what? That doesn't change the outcome. That doesn't change anything. Legally, he can't do a thing. And I know it goes both ways. But at the same time, it's like just to realize that, hey, I can stand up for myself now um, is incredibly empowering. And I want to encourage myself and encourage you guys, you know, if you've been able to get out of a relationship, but you still feel pulled back to whatever trauma you experienced, you know, could it be because your coping mechanisms aren't healthy? You know, what are you afraid of? What are you holding back and worried about in your personal life that is really stunting your development? You know, is there anything? I feel like whenever you 
if you're like me, whenever you feel like you're being held back by something that happened in the past, it's because, you know, A, you haven't really dealt with it, or B, you're still continuing to live in fear. And it's not your fault. You know, it's important to realize that's not your fault. That's just how, that's how you survived. And that's incredibly admirable. But at the same time, we have to realize, you know, these are things that could be holding us back from healing. Um, And, you know, that's just what I want to leave you guys with today. So let me know your thoughts. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.